Welcome to The Coach's Corner, a podcast that helps online health and fitness professionals grow their online coaching business to six figures and beyond. I'm your host, Alex Nigerian, a personal trainer and nutrition coach turned business mentor for other health and fitness pros. Here at The Coach's Corner, these episodes will remind you of your power, get your mindset right, and give you actionable strategies to sign on clients, make more money, change lives, and build a life you love. I'm in the trenches with you growing my own online coaching business in real time, so I'll be sharing my honest, raw, and entertaining personal lessons along the way, as well as bring on guest experts to share their experience. This podcast is meant to inspire, educate, and give you a little love and shove to get you out there playing big and doing the thing. Let's dive into the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Coach's Corner. I am Alex Nigerian. I am your host, and today we're talking about creating a customer buying journey so that you can sign on more clients. So here is what I mean when I say create a customer buying journey. You want to think about online business in the sense that you are appealing to people who are once strangers on the internet, they find you, they build trust with you over time, and then they eventually get to the point of wanting to buy, and that's when they become a paying customer. So there's a journey there of going from a quote, cold lead, someone who's right for your business, but they're cold, they don't have a ton of trust with you yet, to then warming them up and then becoming hot and hype to buy. And that is creating a buyer's journey before they become a customer. So I'm not talking about a customer journey once they are a customer with you and then they work through your product suite, your business ascension model, and continue being a recurring customer with you. I am talking about the journey of taking someone who is a total stranger to then warming them up to becoming a paying client. And what I see with a lot of online coaches is they have pieces of the puzzle, but they don't have all three steps and they're not executing all three steps well. So you're about to have all three steps and you're going to know how to execute them well. So here are the three steps to a customer buying journey that I want to make sure you have on lock in your business. Number one is making sure you have a visibility strategy. Number two is making sure you have a nurturing strategy. And number three is making sure that you have some kind of sales vehicle that is putting gas on sales at a specific time. So visibility, one, nurturing, number two, and a sales vehicle, number three. So you don't have to have a million different visibility strategies, a million different nurturing strategies, a million different sales vehicles, but you need to have one to two and you need to do those one to two well. So what are, let's go through different types of strategies. What are different ways that you can make sure that you're getting yourself visible? All that means is you're getting your brand in front of new eyes, because let's be honest, you probably know that you're an amazing coach and it's probably not that you have some, like I've heard coaches be like, ah, I'm not making sales. My energy must be off. And I'm like, or (laughs) I mean, maybe, but, or people just don't know who you are, (laughs) right? Like I kind of like to keep it in the 3d, like, Come on, people just don't know who you are. So get known. So how do you get yourself known? There are different ways to get yourself visible. So yes, 
posting on Instagram can get you visible, but I want you to break down the strategy even more than that because Instagram is kind of an app that's a little bit challenging to have massive growth on just from Instagram. Yes, lean into reels. The algorithm is pushing out reels. Yes, you can make quote shareable posts that are like focused on getting shared. That's a content strategy. But I actually don't know that Instagram is like the best place to get visible. So I know it's kind of the go-to place where a lot of people get started and it's where I've built a lot of my business and I'm going on kind of a tangent here. But the reason that I think Instagram is an awesome place to start is because it's the platform where we can post hard feed content and we can sell our offers on Instagram stories and we can convert customers in the DMs. That's what makes Instagram such a cool platform because on TikTok, DMs aren't really super accessible yet. Not as many people are watching TikTok stories. It's just the way that the app is set up on Instagram. When you open up Instagram, what's at the very top? Stories. So that's what we start watching. TikTok's not really set up that way. YouTube's not really set up that way for DMs and behind the scenes selling on Instagram stories. So that's why Instagram is a one-stop shop, I think, to really get started in building your business. But over time, maybe you feel like, all right, I've been on Instagram for a while and I've sold to my people who are there. And it's like, dang, I'm not really getting a ton of new customers on Instagram. I'm not getting a ton of new followers on Instagram. You can get some by posting content. And again, maybe you'll hit the explore page. More people will follow you. Maybe your post will get shared on someone else's stories and that person's audience is going to come follow you. So I would say Instagram is kind of like a havesy strategy for visibility, but I'm going to put it on there because I know it's a lot of people's like where they're getting started. What are other great ways to get visible? Here's some. You could get on TikTok. Why is TikTok a better strategy for getting seen? Again, it's the way that the app is set up. On Instagram, a lot of times you're just scrolling through your feed and you're looking at content of people who you already follow. On TikTok, you're scrolling on the For You page. You're being fed lots of different creators and TikTok is serving you what it thinks you are going to get value from what you're going to enjoy watching, what's going to keep you on the app. So it's easy for you as a creator to get pushed out towards dream clients because Instagram is flagging those people as, oh, this person is interested in fitness. So it's showing them your fitness content. This person is interested in weight loss. So it's showing them your weight loss content. This person is interested in growing their business. So it's showing you my business coaching content. So TikTok is great for visibility self-awareness, know how much you can take on, but TikTok is going to be that person that gets eyes on your brand. Note, TikTok is not a great nurturing platform. We're going to get into that. It's great for visibility. It's not great for nurturing. Instagram is better for nurturing. Why? People are continuing to consume your content in their in their feed more easily. They're watching your Instagram stories, getting more behind the scenes from you. They're talking to you in the DMs. They're engaging more on your Instagram stories, etc., etc. Instagram is great for nurturing, but I digress. So TikTok is one strategy for visibility. What's another visibility strategy? you could do collaborations so do you hear my cats meowing in the background this is so funny I have cats now um and they're play fighting anyway so you can do collaborations. so I definitely encourage you to maybe make it a once a week habit invite 
another coach who you feels that you feel their audience would have a lot of dream clients for your business, your brand, invite that coach, that business owner to come to your page and interview them. Tell them they can pitch a freebie at the end. That's going to majorly be, make them be like, hell yeah, that's there's something in it for me. Of course, I want to be interviewed on your page. And then what you can do is you can make them a collaborator on the IG Live, the collaboration of the IG Live, and the interview will show up on their page as well. And now you are being exposed to their audience. So what happens? That person's audience stumbles across the IG Live. They click on your page. They spend about three seconds looking at your page and they decide, okay, am I going to follow this person? Is there something in it for me? Am I getting something out of this page? And if you earn that follow, now you get to continue to start the customer buying journey, progress in the customer buying journey because you just got that person, that new dream client, aware of your brand. So doing collaborations, great way to get visible. Another great way to get visible, guest coach, guest speak on podcasts, kind of similar vibe, but go pitch yourself to be a guest coach in your friend's programs. So maybe you're a nutrition coach and you pitch to your fitness coach friend who's a strength coach and you say, hey, I think it would be awesome for your people if I did a guest coaching session, I'll do it for free on you know, XYZ nutrition thing. And at the end, can I give them my freebie? And now that person's clients who you are guest coaching to opts into your freebie. And now they're at the top of your funnel. They're now going to start a customer buying journey with you. They're now aware of your brand. Other things you could do is things like paid advertisements. I mean, heck, you could just put money into brand awareness and just put money behind things like ads. And now your ads are being pushed out on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever, and getting your brand visible could do that. It's going to cost money. It's not free. But these are all examples of getting visible. So ask yourself, oh shit, like check in. Do you have a visibility strategy? Or is it like, oh man, I've been pitching my offer to the same X amount of people for a year, for two years. And if it feels like your business is stinted, it's like, oh, that's a really good clue. Let's have a neutral detective business mindset. That's a really good clue. Like, you got to go get visible. Go get visible. Go do collaborations. Post on TikTok. Pitch yourself to be on podcasts. Go guest coach. Do what you need to do to build brand awareness. So that's number one. Find a strategy and commit to it. Cool? Number two. Nurturing. So, oh God, this is where I see so many people be stuck and it just kind of breaks my heart because I see, I've seen this with a lot of, even like my colleagues, getting really consistent on TikTok, getting really visible. They'll even have like over 100,000 followers. And then I'm like, ah, damn, I can feel that the nurturing strategy is not there. People need long form content from you. And what do I mean from long form? TikTok, Reels, Swipe Canva graphics on Instagram, those things are short form pieces of content, a 10 second reel, a 30 second TikTok. It doesn't allow us to sit with you and get the depth of who you are, how you speak, and really just like feel you. We're in the business of building trust. We need to feel you as a human, how you teach, how you coach, who you are. And we get that in long form content, things like lives, IG lives, going live in your Facebook group, things like podcast episodes, this, this is long form content. I'm 10 minutes into this episode. 
I'm in your ears, it's deeper. We're building a deeper connection, a deeper level of trust, a more intimate relationship than if you watch my 10 second reel, right? 10 minutes, very different from 10 seconds. So once you have visibility and maybe you get followers, it's like, how are we getting them to the next level of building trust with you. So I want you to decide what your nurturing strategy is. Is that going live on Instagram once a week, twice a week? Is that publishing podcast episodes once a week? Is that you have a private Facebook community and you have a regular time where you train your community? This is when we go live. Show up for the live training. Be here, be square. I'm going to teach for an hour. I'm going to do free coaching sessions or whatever it is in your private Facebook group. But there needs to be a place where you're doing long form content. And to me, I think video is king. Yes, can you build trust through your email list and that's nurturing? Yes, it is. But come on, video is king. You know this, you feel it. Think about how you consume. Think about how you have trust with people, video and audio. We need to be in people's ears. We need for them to hear us speak. And that's how they can really feel us even more than just text. So I think very simply, if you don't have a podcast, if you don't have a free Facebook group that you want to commit to, I think IG lives are great or wherever your audience is. If you have a giant audience on TikTok and you want to start going live there, cool, but be consistent about it. Go at least once a week, get the consistency of it, build the muscle, and then yo, I would get up to twice a week as quickly as you can. It makes all of the difference. I've had so many like recent clients who have purchased from me and been like, oh, I've been binging your podcast episodes. Of course you have, right? Of course you have. It's long form trust and now you want to buy. And even back when I was doing fitness and nutrition coaching, I remember when people would buy my higher ticket $2,000 fuel to thrive 12 week course, a lot of times those women would come in and be like, oh yeah, I watched your lives on XYZ and I love the way you taught about, you know, calorie exponential. And I'm like, yeah, cool. So glad, (laughs) right? Now you're here. Awesome. So make sure you have a stepping stone in your buyer's journey from visibility to nurturing. And that should be very, very clear. So if you have a TikTok account and that's what you're, where you're getting visible, as an example, it's like, okay, is the link in your bio from your TikTok very clearly a call to action to go join your Facebook group? When they opt into that Facebook group, is it very clear how they should now be a community member? Are you telling them to introduce themselves? How should they introduce themselves? Do they get an automatic email that says, here's the deal. Here's when we go live. Here's what's to expect on the lives. Here's why to show up. Here's what's in it for you. Like, make sure that's there. That should be an obvious sequence of how you want people to move through this journey to get there. You need to know how this is operating as a business owner so you can t- can tell your audience how they're supposed to move. You you need to know how people should move from cold follower to buying customer and navigate traffic that way. You're in charge. You're the how should I say it? You're the the crosswalk person navigating traffic. You're the traffic light. So you got to know and if that's not clear for you, you need to get clear. Now, 
Number, another thing you could be doing is just regular masterclasses. So I think this is also like an and thing. I think you need to be doing IG Lives and monthly masterclasses. Monthly masterclasses are just an awesome opportunity for you to promo that for a week or two weeks, get a ton of people in it, log on, maybe it's through Zoom, and you give a massive amount of value. Again, a lot more value in an hour. Maybe there's a presentation much more value than you can possibly give in a 10 second reel and even more value than you could probably give in a 15 minute IG live. It's like, let's go even deeper. Let's build a massive amount of trust in that masterclass. And heck, you can even upsell them into a program right then and there on the back end of the masterclass. So make sure you have at least one, probably two very specific nurturing strategies. Okay, and then number three, what you need is a sales vehicle. So especially if you're selling high ticket, especially if you're selling multi-thousand dollar or even just a thousand dollar programs in your business, I want you to have a very specific sales vehicle before you go into the launch of your high ticket program, whether that's one-to-one coaching, a mastermind, a, a group course, whatever it is. and. How that's different from just a one-off masterclass is do something a little bit longer. A little bit longer, you feel like you're really in a container with these people before you go into the sale. So four-day challenge, five-day challenge, three-part masterclass that's broken up over the course of a week. I find four days to seven days works best. Why do I not want you to do longer? Eh, it starts to lose momentum. And if they lose momentum in that challenge, three-part masterclass, boot camp, whatever it is, then the psychology for them is, oh man, if I can't even complete the 10-day challenge, then I'm not gonna have success in the 12-week course. I guess I shouldn't buy. But if it's too short, if it's like one day, I find that like a one-day masterclass, if you're really using it to go into a big launch, it's not really necessarily long enough for someone to really try on what it feels like to have you as a coach in a really intimate way. And it's not necessarily enough time to give them a, a win, a tangible win where they take action and they feel the actual momentum of them moving forward in the transformation that you sell. So we can do a whole nother episode on like how to structure a three-part masterclass, a four-day challenge, a sales vehicle, essentially to have success and make sure it's converting. But just for the sake of this episode and just keeping it a little bit more brief and not going super deep on it, I want you to have some kind of vehicle that's multi-day where you're giving them an experience, an experience that matches the thing that you're about to sell. So if you're selling a 12-week course where they're going to have live coaching with you on Zoom, give that in the experience. If you're selling fitness programming where they're going to open an app and there's going to be video demos and programming of what they should do in the gym, give them a four-day challenge where they're experiencing that and there's an accountability calendar, that sort of thing. And you're just showing them what it would be like to have this consistency and this momentum in their life and give them a tangible win, a tangible action step that they can implement in their life and again, feel the momentum of the transformation and then on the back end of that experience, you say, if this was helpful, if this impacted you 
X amount in just four days, five days a week together, imagine what 10 weeks together would look like or 14 weeks together would look like, however long your program is. And then you upsell them and do a hard pitch of your high ticket offer on the back end of that sales vehicle, of that multi-day experience. So that's to recap this episode. This is all about making sure that you have a clear customer buying journey. Do you have a strategy for getting visible? How are you nurturing? I again think there needs to be long form audio or video content in that nurturing strategy. Get consistent with these. And then do you have a sales vehicle that's happening right before the higher ticket sale to create hype, get people super into trust with you, super into a deep relationship with you, really seeing the value in your coaching and the trust in themselves that they actually can do this. They actually can have success in the transformation because in the sales vehicle, you gave them that momentum. So they're feeling their own self-trust and then they go into the launch and the sale of your course. And that is how, my friend, you are going to sign on more clients. So check in with yourself. Where do you need to put a little bit more gas? Where do you need to get more clear, more consistent on your customer buying journey so that you can sign on more clients, change more lives, sell out your launches, and have the big old business that you want, if that's what you want. All right. I hope this was helpful. I will catch you on the next one. Bye.